0: Previously on Woman to Woman.
1: Trust what he says to us. Mm-hmm. We really can rest. Yes, we can. Because you know that there are many uh, maybe young wives or, or maybe wives who have been married longer. Yeah. And they're so anxious on the inside mm-hmm. because they want to change their husband. Yeah. And so they 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 can't have that inner peace Right. That makes them so beautiful, yes. because it's what I'm doing on the inside right. that's exactly. causing me to be uh, more lovely, more able to uh, bring forth more fruit, mm-hmm. and and as you've been saying, Deborah, that first the first recipient of the good that God's doing on the inside of yes. us. Is really our husband. Right. Isn't that amazing?
0: Yes. Let's talk. Talk about it. Woman to woman. Yo, let's go. Talk about it. Talk about everything. Woman to woman. Yo, woman to woman. You know, some of us, and then the question that people were asked from that. Would be well. What about my relationship with God? Your relationship with God is tied to how you treat that man. And Second Corinthians seven, I believe, it says, "The unmarried woman cares for the things of God. The married woman cares for the things of her husband." Yeah. And as we said yeah. earlier, the only thing time that that changes is if he requires you something to do, requires you to do something against God. But you, he, he just gave us permission to make sure that we took care of him, our our husbands.
1: Yes.
0: And God will take care of us and God will help us to take care of our husbands. Um, And he will deal with him because then the next thing from that was, well, what about, what what about the men? Why ain't they doing, you know, first Peter chapter three, verses four and on. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. maybe a right. six
0: and all you know that's right. not our business that's between him and him and, and god that's, that's between right. him and the holy ghost mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah
0: so you know we allow ourselves to be used of the holy ghost the way he wants to use us our men will come to the place where they will allow the holy ghost to use them the way the holy ghost wants to use them yes yeah, and right. we will both be happy with each other that's but so if right. we're not if we're not fulfilling what God put in our lives, we're not going to be happy. No, no. You're going to yeah. always be battling and dealing with stuff that you no. shouldn't have to deal with.
1: That's true. Stealing your peace. Stealing, yes. stealing your health. Stealing your joy. Your yep. energy. I mean, yep. Yep.
0: that's... Which, totals, which just comes totally down to distractions. Totally. It's distracting you from doing what God told you to do. Oh, that's so good. By worrying about all these other all little things. And that's oh, why he tells yeah. us not to be anxious for anything. He don't want us to be anxious. No. So We're like, well, how can I not be anxious? Give it to God and trust him. Yeah. And when, that means when you give it to God, you don't go yeah. back fishing for it.
1: No.
0: Oh, is that solved yet? It doesn't matter. I know God's going to solve them. It don't matter what time it comes to.
1: Yeah. It's the
0: same thing like in this age. I know at this point I could probably list on every one of my fingers, different people that are going through things. And yes. what we as Christians forget is the Bible does not say there will not be a weapon. He said the weapon won't prosper. So we, yeah. there are weapons that the enemy would use against us. Right. And those are the weapons are without to distract us. Yeah. What God has called us to do.
1: Yes.
0: But we don't have to be distracted. We can just go ahead and say, okay, this is just another weapon that, you know, that the Lord has already taken care of and get before the Holy Ghost. If you've opened any doors or whatever, find out what they are, close them and get back to doing the business that God called you to do. Because it's, it's a lot of, it just stops people in their tracks from doing what God called them to do. And then they don't want to get back into it because, you know, it's just, it's just, it feels like whenever I try to do anything for God. Well, see, look. This is the problem. It's not when you try to do something for God. It's the fact that you belong to God. Satan going to attack you because you belong to God. Period. Yes. Period. So it's no, it don't make no sense for you to stop and just let them do small attacks on you.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you'll wake up one day and that's a huge attack. Yes. So just, you um, got to stop him in his tracks. You can't, nope, you and, can't do it.
1: And, you know, Deborah I heard... Uh, very interesting a testimony about Neil Armstrong. Okay. And it was from um, Andrew Womack. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Womack was in Vietnam when Neil Armstrong went to the moon. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, you know, to be like us sitting in front of the television watching this thing. Yeah. Well, he had an opportunity to talk to him in later years. And so Andrew said to Neil Armstrong, he said, Well, Tell me what it was like. Did NASA just, you know, push the button and you just got there? I mean, you're just on the right, the mm-hmm. the right course. And and uh, Neil Armstrong said, no, it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. He said every ten minutes they were correcting the course. Yeah. And then he said that the landing place, the landing strip on the moon, was 500 miles. And so, you know, Andrew yeah. said, well, so did you just hit it just right on target? He said, no, mm-hmm. we almost missed it. Yeah. And that is such a story about yes, us because we're self-correcting. Yes. We're all the time. Don't you think, Deborah, yes. we're self-correcting all the time? Yes, Like, Like, no, devil, you're not going to tell me that. Uh, uh, no, no, I forgive that person right now. Yeah. Nope. I'm not going to think that, OK, lazy, lazy self, get up and do what you're supposed yep. to do. <laughs> I mean, you're, we're self-correcting, Yes. but he it's our opportunity. I think self-correcting is our opportunity to agree yes. with what the Holy Spirit wants.
0: Yeah. And self-correcting is something that we have to do.
1: Absolutely. It
0: doesn't automatically happen. You no. have to do it. You have to no. so purposely self-correct yourself. And the problem with most Christians is yeah. they don't want to be honest with themselves, oh. whether you're honest or not. If you don't self-correct yourself, you're going further away from where you're supposed to be.
1: Exactly. And somebody else is going to correct you. And it yep. might be life. Yes. And it might be sickness yes. and it might be a person.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It's better that we do it ourselves.
0: Yeah, you might as well get it, over, get it over with and do it right down here. <laughs> because, uh, you know, I, I laugh to myself a lot because I'm thinking, you know, some of these very people that people say they don't like, they might be your neighbor in heaven. Because <laughs> God has a sense of humor. He does, totally. You know, so you just don't know what is going to happen. You know, you can't, and it's one of the reasons why he tells us not to judge, because yep. we don't know what people do with their hearts right before they no. die. You have no, no idea. No. Um, so no. it's, you know, you just don't know. So now they're in heaven. Now you go get to heaven and be offended because they made it to heaven?
1: No. <laughs> 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 I don't uh, think so. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no. Um, so we just have to, we can't judge people and whatever, which is another reason why we have to, we have to get our minds more open and think like God. God loves the world. I know it. Yes. And um because he loves the world and because we're made in his image and because yes. we're told to be like him, that means you we know. that means we have, have to love the world.
1: Absolutely. You know, and the
0: world has gotten so just cut up in the little areas that you know we don't even know what parts of the world is. You know, I where know. is that? Is that on New York side or California side? That's uh, you know, we're yes. US. Right. Um or is that down under or above, you know? Uh, but you need to know what the area is on. And when, you, and when you pray for the world, you know, sometimes God will give you specific places to pray for in the world that you didn't even yeah. know was there. You know, that's, that's why, I, that's the beauty of praying in the spirit because oh, yeah. you've been praying for that area for a long time and didn't know it until all, one day God gets the interpretation of what you've been praying for. Um,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: You know, so, and the Holy Ghost is like that. He can cover everything and he does cover everything.
1: Oh,
0: he and uh, we have to develop the same attitude where we are, we love the world. We're very concerned about what happened to the people in a different, in different areas uh, of the world, because God's concerned. There is no part of the, of this world that God doesn't love.
1: No, no. It's well, not every part
0: of the world, all people, you know, And um, even the ones that aren't doing right, he loves them.
1: Oh, he loves them. Yeah. You know, Deborah, I love the story of the of when Jesus speaks to the woman caught in adultery, Mm -hmm. and and those religious people, they had all their religious reasons and everything. Yeah. They're right to condemn her. Right. She's a terrible sinner. Mm -hmm. But. Jesus was listening. I'm sure he was listening to the father when he was writing yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he was listening to the father in the morning. I mean, I, he was listening, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the love that came out of him, yes. not judgment, he could have judged her, mm-hmm. but the love that came out of him, the power of that love, and I'm talking about that love in us, Yes. that power, it can set somebody free Yes. instead of condemn them and make them more defensive Yes. and lead them more into their darkness. But, because we all need the love of God. We, yes. I, I mean, when the love of God touches me when I'm spending time with him, I, I'm just broken. You know what I'm saying? I just want to do whatever I can. I, I don't even want to talk most of the time. But I want, because he loves me, yes. I know he loves every, every single person, no matter what they're doing, or what they're thinking, or who they're hurting. He loves
0: them. Yes, he does. Yes. and He's very concerned about, you know, the word of God getting to them, about uh, us reaching out to them. Because that's what yeah. we're here for, is to reach out to people. Yeah, yeah. And to let people yeah. know that God loves them. So people oh, people are tired of hearing negative things all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: and God has positive things for them. He oh, has no gosh. negative things for anybody. Um, now, people have a choice. Yeah. So you can turn God down, and then you have to pay the consequences for that. Um, you choosing, you know, a lot of people say, well, I didn't choose the devil. Yes, you did. If you chose not to go with God, you chose the devil, you know. Uh, and, uh, whatever the consequences that he pays, you're going to end up paying, uh, but you don't have to. And that's no. the good news. You don't have no. to pay that consequence. You can live with God forever. Cause that's what he wants all of us to do is to be with oh. him forever. And, um, you know, when we begin to tell people that, uh, uh, and about the love of God and show them the love of God, um, but you know, even with that, you have to hear the Holy Ghost because He'll tell you, yeah. you know, okay, okay, just lay the foundation today, and then I'll water it, or it'll be watered, and then then we can go back and go some more. Don't give them, you know, sometimes you can't give them too much, or time. And I've run into people that sometimes they want it all at once, you mm-hmm. know, they can handle. But sometimes that's not normal. You. you know, they have to think about it and deal with it, and they want to talk to somebody about it. Um, but the the thing is that as long as you're willing, when I come back, we're going to talk about it some more. Then if we can do that, then we'll be fine. Um, but it's just that we have to show more love to people. We have to show love to the world.
1: Oh, and, yeah. you know,
0: not feel like, well, they're so far away, I'm not even concerned. I'm going to act like they're not there. Sure.
1: <laughs> it, you can't yeah, do that. And- and, and Deborah, that's what Jesus didn't do. Right. When he was on the ground, mm-hmm. he could have stayed and looking at the ground. Yep. And she would have finally just walked away. Right. But he didn't ignore her.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. He I was think. Because I, I, I agree with you. He was listening to what the father was, father was saying. Yeah. And scripture in the Bible um, supports that because he says uh, that... He doesn't say anything that his father doesn't tell him to say.
1: No, no. So that so. tells us that God loved that adulterous woman. Yes,
0: yes, it is. Yes, he did. He
1: loved her. Mm-hmm. He loved her. And Jesus was the expressed image of the Father. So he was expressing the love of God. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I, hear the, I hear the Holy Spirit, Deborah. I think he's speaking to the body of Christ, but I know he's speaking to my own heart. I'm calling you up higher in this love level Mm -hmm. to not judge, to believe the best, to have compassion. Yeah. Anybody can condemn. That's really that's easy easy to do. It's so easy. You can look at anybody
0: Uh, and tell them what their problem is.
1: You can. (laughs) It's true. It's true. You You can tell anybody their problem. But is that Uh, your calling? Or, but to help them. Yep. You can see the problem, but can you help them out of the solve problem? Solve
0: the problem. Yep.
1: And that's, and that's what Jesus did for us.
0: Yes. Yes, he it is. He solved the
1: problem. <laughs>
0: yes, he, he did. He solved
1: the problem. And in him solving the
0: problem, he showed us how to help others solve the, solve the problem in their lives. He did. That's what our job is here on earth. We're supposed to do the works of Jesus. Yeah. And And... Uh, you know, and if we're not doing that, then, then um, you need to get, you need to start praying and find out why, what you need to do to get to what God told you to do. Yeah. Um, we're so self-centered and it's, the closer we get to the second coming of the Lord Jesus, we see so much more of that where people are just me, me, me. It's all yeah. about me. Yeah. Well, you know, some of it is about you, but most of it isn't about you. No, <laughs> it's about the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Deborah. So, um, that's
0: really and, good. yeah, because you can't say none of us about you because God does love you.
1: Yeah, He does. But He doesn't he does.
0: just stop at loving you; He loves no. people.
1: Yeah, He wants to love others through you. Exactly. Yeah. I was many years ago. I was around the swimming pool, and and I felt like I was supposed to witness to this girl next to me, and. And I was arguing with the Holy Spirit and saying, oh, I don't, I'm, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. She's not going to like what I say. And the, I was having my conversation with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He said to me, he said, Denise, I'm not going to use that tree over there. Yeah. I'm going to use you. And, and I, it was like it was years ago, but, mm-hmm. but he was trying to get a truth to me that uh, I want to use you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in you.
0: Yeah. And, and it comes with you, it, it comes with you learning how to hear from God. Yeah, Because in, in situations like that, if at that point in your life you had been confident that God was going to tell you how to do every step, you wouldn't even have to had the argument.
1: That's good, Deborah. But But I was a baby. I was yeah. just learning.
0: Right. But that's what I'm saying is you would, if you weren't a baby, you know, and that's the point of why we have to grow. Yeah. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't even have that argument because you would already already known and already been in a position where everything I say, I hear the father tell me to say it.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's if good. you're telling me to go over there and talk to that person, that means you're going to tell me what to say.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And I trust that you're going to tell me what to say. So here I go.
1: That's <laughs> right, Deborah.
0: Um, and that's how it works. He's not telling you to do it on your own. No. He's just telling you, I need you to walk. You have the face, you have the expression of love. I need you to walk over there, put yourself in front of her and I'll
1: tell yeah. you what to do next. That's so, and you know, that's so clear and simple instruction. Yep. It's not religious, ooh. Yeah. It's just, I love her. I want to use you. Say this.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we do, have you. to
1: recognize who's in us.
0: You can't do what you do at church. You can't yeah. walk up to somebody and speaking speak in tongues and then say to so. <laughs> Because now you just scared the person <laughs> they don't yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> uh-huh. So you have to listen to the Holy Spirit tell you exactly what to say. If he, if Jesus says that he didn't say anything without the father telling him, to me, that's a lot. The father was constantly talking to him because he did a lot of talking. He did. He did a lot of talking. So he's telling me that this is what the father told me to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that actually helped me when I first started ministering because I was called, my uncle used to call me the silent one. I had nothing to say. I grew up with um, 12, uh, it was 12 of us kids in the home. And so I was number seven. And Uh, so I really didn't have much to say to anybody. And, uh, but I was always good one-on-one. But the thing about it is if I was talking to my, uh, one of my siblings and and another sibling walked up and joined the conversation, I went blank. I had nothing more to say. And that's how I grew up. So so now, you know, when I first started ministering, I was like, my problem was, once I said what God told me to say, I don't have a problem sitting down. That's it. I'm through. Um, You know, so it's a comfort to me because I don't have anything on on my own to say.
1: (laughs) That's so good. You know, I really don't. Uncomplicated. Uncomplicated.
0: No, it was, I'm like, it's, it's like getting in the mirror and talking to yourself. What do you have to say if it's not confessing the word? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not, you know, so um, that really helped me at that point because I was at the point that I couldn't talk to people unless it was one-on-one. And, wow. um so it was, I think I was comfortable with my parents. That was probably the only ones I could talk to at one time. It's my parents, the only, only ones. Um, oh, but yeah. everybody else, it was like, I don't have nothing to say. Now I can't tell you that my brothers were, my brothers were um, musically talent, talented. Oh. And they would make up a song and sing it about you and just use it against you at all points. So maybe one of my points of being silent is because I didn't want them to write like the song about me. Oh, but, oh. <laughs> no, but uh, when I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, they, they will sing a song. One time my mother called me up. She, she didn't call me, but she told me when the first time I started experiencing with makeup, she told me I looked like a 10 cent hussy. Oh. And my daughter, my, my brothers made up the song, 10 cent hussy. <laughs> And so, I could still remember that song. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> but they made yeah. this, but that's what, the, those are things that they would do. And since yeah. it was just four of us and eight of them, you know, it was just constant. So, uh, four girls and eight boys. Um, but those are the things that, I, that, that happened in my life as a child that helped me, prepared me to be what I am doing today. You know, because yes, I maybe that's why I'm, I, I, it was, e- maybe it was easier, but I don't, I can't really say walking in love is easy. Uh, but some people want to say, well, just, you know, that we make things look easy as ministers. So, well, y'all make it look so easy. It's not e- it's, it's not, not easy. easy. <laughs> it's not easy. We have to do the same things that we are telling you to do.
1: Exactly. We've had to do
0: it. We are still in the process exactly. of uh, doing it. Of self-correcting ourselves, yeah. um, we are. We have to do it every day, and probably a whole lot more than you will ever have to do it. Especially when we're out there talking, and we are out there ministering to people, um, we just have to be even more so. It's the, the point has been we we become more comfortable in doing it because we know the uh, the benefits that we receive because we are continually trying to make sure that we are doing what God told us to do and correcting ourselves. Yes. So making that self correction, not being big headed and thinking that we are somebody special, you know, we're not, you're just as, as special as I am. Um, all of us are special to God. And so it's, you know, and when I say special, I'm not talking about in a negative way. He loves wow. us. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And you know, Deborah, being behind a camera and people seeing you or standing in front of a large church, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't make you special. It makes you more responsible. Yes, it does. It, it's a great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what you and I teach out of our mouths, we're going to be accountable right. before God mm-hmm. for what we taught. Yes. And now, that is very serious to me. Mm-hmm. And he says that we'll be even judged more. Yes. By what we see. So it's a, a big responsibility to stand in front of somebody and try to teach the Bible to them.
0: Yes, it and, is.
1: Because this is the this is the word of God. And yes. Jesus lifted it up so high that he, he said, it, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but my word mm-hmm. will never pass away. So... Yeah. This is a very expensive in his eyes, yes. is this word. So right. And, and, to,
0: and to those of you all who are listening to us today and you're in ministry and you're responsible for talking and telling people things, remember, please remember, there is a curse for adding to or subtracting from the word. Mm. You know, you can't pick and choose what you teach. You have to teach the word of God. And mm. you can't do with with your own understanding. You have to have the Holy Ghost understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And um and that's what you have to teach. But when you take things out of the word and say it's no good or whatever, the Bible already tells us that that that's a curse curse that's attached to that. So you can't do that. And just because other people do it don't mean you can do it. Because and that we look so many times at why people why good things happen to good people. Yeah. That might be the issue of why it happened to them. They finally called out with them. And it happens that they have to pay the consequences of doing that. Not because God did it to them, but because they opened something in their lives that caused that to follow them for the rest of their days and it finally got to them.
1: Yeah, that's true, Deborah. That's true.
0: Yeah. Yep. So it's just—it's very important. We do have a tremendous responsibility. We have to answer to God, and don't act like you don't. <laughs> don't act like you—you you have don't have to answer to God. You do have to answer to God. So you have to be exactly what He tells you to do. Exactly what He tells you to do, and you have to spend the time um, talking to Him and listening. See, we don't—we don't have a problem talking to God we have a problem listening because when we listen, we listen for what we want to hear Mm. instead of what the Lord actually says. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that's why, you know, you know, every single one of us, if we're doing any kind of counseling, we have people that go from one person to the other, to the other, because they about the same problem because they want to hear somebody that's going to agree with them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's true.
0: You know, and uh, you know, it's one thing that, to sympathize with pers- a person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you can't stay there. Because that will have you agreeing with them. You cannot stay in that place of sympathy. You have to be able to tell them what the word of God says to get them out of that place. That's and uh, So it's just, I mean, it, you're right. The responsibility is endless. And um, the way to deal with that is just do the right thing. Get before God, find out what he wants you to do, so do what he tells you to do, and, and stop. Don't go overboard. Don't, don't exceed, exceed what he's already told you to do, because it's not time. So
1: good.
0: It might need That's, to be done, but it may not be the time to do it. You have to trust right. him to tell you a word, the next point, the next place to go. You know, Deborah, one of my
1: favorite scriptures is... Um, it's impossible to please God without faith. And yes. he that comes to God must believe that he is, and yes. he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Yes. And he is a rewarder. Yes. I mean, all of this seeking that we're doing and we want to please him because we love him. Yes. We fear him, that fearful, loving, want to please kind of fear.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, well, he's a rewarder. And yeah. And his rewards, oh Deborah, what I found Power out far above him, what we
0: could ever think.
1: Oh my gosh. there are things you cannot do for yourself. There's exactly. no way you can make it happen.
0: No way. Yeah.
1: It's it's heavenly reward.
0: Yes. And earthly reward.
1: Yeah, or it comes. I mean, I mean, it comes from heaven, yep. but it comes on this earth. Yeah, yeah
0: but more, a lot of people, when they say heavenly reward, they talk about when you die they, and go to heaven.
1: Yeah, when you could die. <laughs> and there'll be those two, and they'll be those eternal,
0: Those but, two, but you don't have to wait for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you can receive your rewards now. Uh, Denise, oh. time has went, flew by.
1: Oh, my goodness. It seems like it was 15 minutes there. I know. It just flew by.
0: I'm <laughs> uh, so glad that you did this with me.
1: You Thank know, and you, I, I know
0: that the woman got a lot out of it. I got a lot out of it.
1: Me too. Um,
0: uh, so it's just and it was fun.
1: It was so much fun. I love talking
0: about the word of God and talking about oh. God's goodness.
1: Oh me know, too.
0: And that's that's what's missing is we don't spend enough time talking about God's goodness. Oh, you know, we all, we're that. talking yeah. about everything else that's happening. And, all, and what's going on around you can change. And it will yeah. change when you start talking God's language. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: So right. thank you again for being with us. Um, uh, right. Thank you for watching yep, us today. I love you. I love you, I love too. You. Love you, too. Thank God bless you. All right. All right. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Questions you've had about dating, marriage, and friendships have gone unanswered. This book will put these questions to rest and put you on solid ground in your interpersonal relationships. Do you want to learn how to navigate successfully through life's changing seasons with its crossroads and uncharted waters? Find the information you need for a happy journey in establishing godly relationships through marriage and family. Order your copy today.